0: Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This production is meant to provide you, the listener, meaningful support to find great careers faster. And that's whether you're working or not. Today's episode is brought to you by The Anatomy of a Networking Conversation. It's an ebook, a free resource we have for you at JobSeekersRadio.com. In today's show, we're talking about what happens when the advice runs out in your job search. And... It just doesn't seem to be working. You're still out there looking. You haven't found a job yet. Uh, I think there was a recent situation that you had, Scott. Yes. Uh, that you could probably fill us in with one of your uh, clients. Right. I was just
1: having the conversation recently with somebody who was not complaining, but expressing his frustration with the fact that he has been around the job seeking block for a while now. Um, He's relatively new to the area, but not new to his field. And that uh, industry is represented here in the Portland area. He's talked to a lot of people. He is very well connected in the right places. He's received a lot of advice from both of us, from others, and nothing has worked yet. He's been working with um, everything with from startups to established companies, all sizes and shapes, and nothing quite has worked out to give him a gainful, real foothold. Right. Gainful employment.
0: Right. Or at least um, a final set of interviews or, or a process that looks exactly. formal.
1: He's gotten close in a couple of situations, but it's it's not anything that really has delivered anything, even, even a temporary contract position. And- I've been there. I, a lot of what he was describing was stuff that I lived through during my years of unemployment. And so I, I had a great deal of compassion for him under these circumstances because he's truly frustrated. He's tried everything. He is at, or at least his last job was at a higher level. Um, so we talked about the fact that there aren't that many jobs in this metropolitan area on that level in the field. And we talked about his efforts to branch out. He's looking at at companies of different sizes. He has applied for jobs of at lower levels. And when he he is then asked why he's applying for a lower position, because he's now overqualified. And you can't get a job when you're overqualified which doesn't really make any sense other than the fact that the a lot of companies are too afraid to hire someone that they're then they feel they then have to replace because they're going to move on to something else when i talk to hr people who express that fear i also tell them well what are the chances that they may be able to help your company and move up within your company? That would be a really great hire then. There's, there's fear involved. He's been at this for a number of months. He's in a situation where he has a family to support. And what do you do? That The one thing that I keep coming back to is keep going. And that's really the, the answer to the question. Keep going. Yeah. And
0: it, it's nothing that we can't work with. And the challenge that a lot of people have is they come into a situation and they put a date out there. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I should have a new job by this date, doing what I did, where I came from. And now I'm putting all these undue um, stresses on myself that are forced. And, And one of the things we're talking about today is the advice. Where is the advice coming from? It comes in different forms. How do I process the advice and take and internalize what's good for me versus uh, what's actually worked for somebody else? right? Well, and you're
1: you're mentioning the the stress that comes with those deadlines. At, at times, those deadlines are real. I think of the guy that both of us know who was looking for an h uh, r learning and development position, who, His money was running out by a given date, at least where he had drawn the line in terms of his comfort zone. And I have a friend down in LA who was in exactly the same situation where he was going into his long-term savings because his unemployment had lasted a lot longer than he expected. There are times when that deadline is real, but it doesn't mean that it's always as hard as you think it might be. One of the things during my unemployment that resonated with me was the idea that nothing is permanent. And when you're thinking, when you're at the bottom of the well, so to speak, that you feel like you've fallen into when you got laid off or, or otherwise became unemployed, you know how how can you see the end when it feels so dark and deep? And the fact is, and it's a fact, nothing lasts forever. There is a day that you will be employed again. And as difficult as it feels, when you start telling yourself that, wow, I must be unemployable if I can't get that job, that's not the truth.
0: It's just the story we start to tell Mm. ourselves because we don't have a better answer. Because everybody else is so lucky. Right. They found the job and I didn't. So there must be something wrong with me, not something wrong with the process or... The activities I'm participating in and all the advice that you give um, should be considered a suggestion rather than, hey, this is something you ought to go do and, and no, you know. The only people I know do this and are successful, right? And that's yeah. another thing that
1: drives me crazy yeah. sometimes about these books that that people are selling. Oh, this is the
0: way to success. This, this is the only way, right, to success. And as even long if as long as there's just a, a dollar fine. sign attached to it, yes, that that's the only way. Reminds me of the story <laughs> we've
1: heard years ago about. Um, Uh, send in one dollar for the advice on how to get rich (laughs) and you put that advertising out to the whole world. And if everybody sends you a dollar, you become rich. That's the point. (laughs) Um, it's sort of the same thing with these self-help books that you read. You've got to take all of this stuff with a grain of salt because what they're telling you is what worked for them. And that's great. If the advice you receive works for you. That's great. So now it works for two people. Maybe it works for 10 people or maybe even 100 people, but it is never going to work for everyone. By the same token, the advice that doesn't work for anybody, well, it it will work for at least one person. To your point, use these as suggestions. If it's something you have tried, and this was part of my conversation with another friend of mine who is currently employed but looking to get out of a toxic situation and not feeling like he's getting any traction. The idea is, okay, so something that maybe had a little bit of success for you or showed some hope. What can you do that is just slightly different following the same basic principles the things that don't work for you? Is there anything you can learn from that process that you're going to take with you as you do something different? So that you can then tell the story of what worked for you when it lands. The point is you have to keep going
0: mm. in order to try something different. Right. And, and that comes down to mindset. And we talk a lot about mindset here. And what I'm hearing is, hey, these people have a mindset that I'm doing all those things. And here's the result I expected. And I'm not getting that result. Well, was that a valid result to expect? And maybe adjusting the mindset to say, hey... I expect that everything I do should lead to an interview let's just use that as an example okay then if I if I do networking is that leading to an interview and how many networkings do I need to do right so this is my right. analytical right pragmatic mind thinking that um, if I have a mindset that says I need to talk to 10 people a day in order to get this and I don't get this then I need to see what I'm doing here that's wrong or needs adjustment or is that an you know an effective measure? to to get that expected outcome. Exactly. And
1: and you're really touching on something that we have also talked about in the past, but I want to bring up again. It's the idea of expectations. Can we approach our activities, whether it's networking, the other conversations that we're having, can we approach these things and do these things without a specific expectation and simply being open to what it might bring? And this actually... Ties back to the, the example of the first guy that we were talking about. He's trying not to have specific expectations, but simply being open to whatever comes from the conversations he's having. And I think in his situation, he's Isn't probably, that an expectation though? Well, it it's, it's more openness. of- it, it, Open to something. Openness is more of the mindset that you're okay. talking about than an actual expectation of a re- specific result, because he's not saying, I'm going to have- X result. What he needs is a job. He's approaching these
0: different conversations, I think, from a pretty healthy perspective of saying, okay, let's just see what comes. So he's made that adjustment, is what you're saying. Is that his expectation may be, hey, this conversation is going to lead directly to a job. And when that didn't happen, adjust expectation. Sure. Sure. Right? I think that's a reasonable. Right. And so his expectations are now tailored to the conversation he's having or the situation he's in. And then he's saying, okay, I'm open now that this conversation may just lead to another conversation or it may lead to nothing. Or it- <laughs> right. But he's been doing this for a
1: while now that he's starting to feel frustrated because it's not landing anything, or at least not something that's actually bringing in the money to support his yeah. family, which
0: I totally understand that, that- Well, it's not a static situation. Right? No. It's dynamic. And so, if I and see, and there are needs I, involved, right? If I see my income or my, my savings, my resources, my assets going like this, I better be doing more stuff on this side <laughs> right. to get something to backfill that that uh, burn rate. Well, how do you answer that, right? It, well, he has to answer. Going. That. I can't answer that. He does, right? And, and that's why we we seek advice from other people is to get different perspectives to say, okay, I think this is something I should give a shot. Right. And, and that's really what we encourage all of our listeners to do. Just give it a shot.
1: And I also think about those that we've heard at the Breakfast Club and some of the other um, uh, networking opportunities where someone will bring up an idea and they say, oh, well, we've tried that. Oh, well, how about this? Oh, no, I tried that, too.
0: And had yeah. One In, time six years ago. <laughs> even if when you I was did living it last under week, a week. <laughs>
1: no, but the idea is okay, how could you do the same thing but differently? You know, right. the same idea, change it up somehow. Too often our frustration and and disappointment keep us from trying something just a little bit differently. Because I I totally understand. We don't want to waste our time. I don't want to waste my time either. Trust me, I get that. Is it a waste of time if you're doing it differently? When you think about the evolution of species, it's not suddenly they grow a whole new set of, of limbs. That takes a long time, Ooh. and it's one little mutation after another. If you approach a job search similarly to say, if I, if, if I do the same basic things, but I'm going to tweak it just a little bit on this chromosome, what's going to be different? The exploration then can bring its own value, its own energy, where you're not focusing on, oh, I have to have this end result. Now, if you keep doing that and it's really not getting you anywhere, what can you do that's bigger that may change things up? Ultimately, you're still coming back to the same idea that you have to keep going. You can't just stop because then you're guaranteed not to get it, right?
0: Yeah, well, it's much like... um. I don't like to use football analogies very often. If you look at the Kansas City Chiefs this season, they their starting quarterback went out for a part of the season. And so they had to put a new guy in. Well, you can't just keep running the same plays with a new quarterback that maybe doesn't have the same skills as the other quarterback. You have to make an adjustment. And so they, they ran different plays while he was filling in for the injured quarterback. And what ended up happening? They, he, I think he won like four out of five games or something because the coach had enough sense to counsel his people to let's run these plays a different way. Let's come up with a different set of plays and see if these work.
1: That you just rang a bell in my head with that. We're having conversations with one of my corporate clients um, specifically about deploying your people against their strengths, because ultimately people are far more engaged when they're doing things that they're already good at or things that they're already passionate about. So If you are adjusting those plays based on the new guy's strengths and you're getting good results, think about the morale boost that that has. Well, the same thing is going to be true in a job search, whether you're employed or not. You are going to have a unique set of strengths. Your skills are going to be a little bit different from the person whose advice you're receiving. So how do you morph the advice into something that is actually going to employ your strengths? Because they're going to be different from everyone else that you're talking to. Yeah,
0: it's not like you hang up your your strengths and your weaknesses and everything in the closet to go do a job search. You know, it, it, it's you have to look at part of the networking piece. Do you think your strengths will play to, and the other parts maybe you don't leverage those as much. Right, and because um, I've seen a lot of people who are expressive, and the networking is really easy for them but the other person doesn't have a chance to talk and then that doesn't go anywhere. And so it so we talk style, styles preferences yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. really knowing your style preference or your strengths is going to help you do some of the things. So that's how I would morph it. I would say, "Hey, I'm going to morph this thing that, you know, networking is kind of uh, expressive, right? And um external I don't know what they call it in the Like market. extroverted. Extroverted, or, or, that's yeah. what it is.
1: If, if your personality is such that, that you're going to thrive in that environment, by all means, jump into it. If you're going to be drained in that environment, I'm not sure it's a good idea to push yourself too hard. But this comes back to that mindset idea. If you know your strength is not getting out and meeting 15 people in one evening, to push yourself to do that may be helpful to some degree. To expect the same results as the person who thrives in that environment, I don't think that's a fair, right? Right. I don't think that's a fair expectation for you to set for yourself. So instead, if you're looking at the things that you're hearing from others and comparing what is their skill set, where are they most comfortable, what is their style preference compared to mine. I can do the things that we have in common based on our common strengths and maybe not push myself as hard to do the things that I'm not strong at. Because if, mm. if you're familiar with, with StrengthsFinder, you will understand that you're not going to make the same kind of progress in those areas that are not your strengths. Right. So instead of setting yourself up for that kind of failure and then tearing yourself down because you didn't succeed, how about shifting your mindset into focusing on the things that you do well and that you are strong where you are strong.
0: Right. As long as they're leading to the outcome desirable for employment. Sure. Because there's a universal truth about employment that I'm aware of that nothing happens until you have an interview because that's the thing that immediately precedes an offer typically. Okay. But how do you define the interview? How many people have, there's still some sort of measuring stick that they use. Yes to say okay created. you're the right person here's the offer whatever right. that measuring stick is typically it's an interview and and so the truth is that an interview is a conversation yes. a dialogue yes right and and the nice thing about networking it's a conversation it's a dialogue so it's prep for an interview so now i've changed my mindset not that networking is this weird strange thing that i go and i try to convince you to put me in for a job right? I right. go in and, and I practice my interview skill, share a story, well, ask a question, have a how conversation. How many
1: times have we talked to people who tell us the story that they were having just a conversation and it morphed into an interview? It doesn't happen as often as the formal interviews where a job opening has been posted and you go through the process, but it does happen. These things happen for people who are open to them, mm-hmm. but that is a mindset. It's not about getting all the advice and something clicks necessarily. Sometimes that happens. Right. A lot of times that happens. That's not the story for everyone. The story that does work is that it is going to change. Yeah. It, I mean, unfortunately, even the good times don't last forever. The bad times don't last forever. You will find the job or a job that is going to be better than your current situation. Things will get better. It does get
0: better. And what I heard here today is a couple things. As a job seeker or somebody that's even employed looking for something better, always be tooling up on the job seeking side. agree. and And do some learning there. Find out how to write the great resume, how to do a good interview. Always be tooling up on that side of things so that you never run into a position where you where you decide I'm not going to take any more advice because it's all bub kiss, right?? right. Or, or I right. decided, you know what? Uh, this advice thing is not for me. I'm just going to do what I think is good, which isn't bad. But then I'm not taking in any other new information. So then what if the market changes, now I'm in a, a bad position. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is the mindset I would have for networking as a suggestion <laughs> that you might want to run through your Maybe. filter. Right. Is uh, I want to identify an ideal. And that is. I want to find an interview or a networking conversation that morphs into an interview. And I'm going to keep doing this thing until I find one of those. And so that's kind of like motivation to keep going, which is something we're talking about here is keep going. Well, I'm going to keep going until I find that. I'm coming back to a, one of these conversations that we mentioned before.
1: Just how do you keep going when you haven't found it yet? There there comes a period when you get tired, right? You've tried it all. Oh, the job
0: search fatigue, right?
1: right? Take a rest. It's okay. Depending on how badly you need the, the income, that may determine how long the rest happens. Find rest where you can so that you have the energy to keep going. Don't stop. Just because you're not getting traction doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying to, to, to morph this, to do something a little bit differently, but to keep using the advice that you've, you've received so far. It is going to be different dependent upon what level of position you've had in the past and what, how much of that w- might be in your specific market. It's going to be a little different for everyone. What doesn't change is that it is not permanent. And you have to keep going
0: until you decide not to work anymore. Right, right. If you're in a position or where you can do that, you die. Sure. I guess you. Yeah. Well, that could yeah, be the That's end. a little dark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the idea is, hey, you know what? Even if I have something that's good for me now, doesn't mean it'll be good for me in five years. Oh, that's absolutely or, or, true. Right, or or even ten years. Uh, and it's the people that I coach that have been in the same company. For 20, 25, 30 years that come out and are like, I never thought this would happen to me. Right. And uh, I can just tell you when I see the look on their face, I don't want to see that on anybody's face. So I'll give you the free advice here. Take it for what it's (laughs) worth. Run it through your filter. Right. As a suggestion, don't ever think anything is permanent and always be looking. Not that you're looking to leave. Not that you don't want to stay.
1: No, absolutely. But that
0: you're open to opportunity. Do market research. Think about Blockbuster. What's Uh, what's
1: that? uh, The the video company, (laughs) right? Yeah, no, but your point. So there, there were all sorts of indicators to suggest that the market was changing around them. The employees who have been in any company for 25 years, if they're not doing the market research to see where the trends are going and whether or not they have the skills for the newer kind of work that's happening, that's a gap. And that's something that we talk about in my field about skilling up and making sure that people are ready with the skills that they're going to need for the next iteration of the job they currently have. These are things that everyone can be working on on a constant level. Keep looking. It isn't about getting out of your current job, especially if you love your current job and you want to stay in it. Knowing what's out there will help you in your current job. It comes back to the idea of keep going, keep doing the things that you you feel you need to be doing to survive. What can you do a little bit differently to find
0: a better outcome? Better opportunity, right. better outcome. Keep swinging. Uh, so that does it for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. You can find all the show notes and resources at jobseekersradio.com. Forward slash 078.
1: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Job
0: Seekers Radio. Your investment of time and attention is truly appreciated. Head on over to iTunes. In fact, there's a link in the show notes to take you right to iTunes, and it'd really be helpful for us if you would uh, actually do a rate and review uh, so that we can get some feedback to make this a better production for you and also to spread the word about. Job Seekers Radio. We also want your comments and questions.
1: We love to answer those. We do uh, episodes periodically to answer uh, listener questions. So please send us a few more. We love getting those.
0: Well, I'm Andrew.
1: And I'm Scott. And in the words of Tracy McMillan, everything works out in the end. If it hasn't worked out yet, then it's not the end. Bye, everybody. Stay in the game.